Hello, hello, welcome back to Krause's Corner, where we discuss all things musical. Today we are sponsored by Piano and Guitar Institute. If you are looking for piano or guitar lessons, reach out to them. They offer in-person and virtual lessons all over the world. You can find them online and all of the social media platforms. Start your lessons today. All right, guys, welcome back. It's Dirk hanging out with you guys, chit-chatting about music. We are in the middle of a music theory uh, series. Um, and, um, so let's get started. Uh, here at Krause's Corner, we are going to talk a little bit today about jazz music and the whole concept of 2-5-1. Now, what does that mean? Well, we have been talking about music theory and the fact that Roman numerals kind of tell us what to do, where to go. It gives us a formula if we want to compose, that sort of thing. Last week, we kind of talked about this flat seven, flat six idea. Well, today we're going to go kind of more mainstream and we are going to talk about this pattern that is found all over the world of music, not just jazz. Um, I use it to teach improvisation and I use jazz as the, the backbone, uh, but it is found in pop music, it is found in classical music, it is found in country music, it is found all over the place. But this 251, what is 251 you ask? Well, it is a chord progression that goes from a minor seventh chord to a dominant seventh chord to a major seventh chord. Boom! I know, that's a lot of seventh chords. Can you believe there are so many seventh chords in the world? There's, yeah, seventh chords come in all different shapes and sizes. But the three most common are the minor seventh, the dominant seventh, and the major seventh. So what is that, you ask? Well, very briefly, a minor seventh chord is a minor triad with a minor seventh. Okay, so it's like D-F-A-C. Then the dominant seventh is a major triad with a minor seventh. So that would be D, F sharp, A, C. And then the major seventh chord would be a major triad with a major seventh. And so that could potentially be D, F sharp, A, and C sharp. So, the theoretical uh, formula behind this, the 2-5-1, is a minor 2-7, so you would have D-F-A-C, uh, and then that would go to a dominant 7, um, and so if D is 2, it would go up to the root of G as the 5 chord, uh, so you would have G, B, D, and F for your dominant seven and then that would resolve down to a C major seven so you'd have C E G and B natural that's a major seven so two five one is found all over the place and what that means if you're looking at strictly the root movement of the chord is whatever the root is of your first chord well first of all, you gotta have a minor seven okay if you don't have a minor seven this uh, you can't really do this but you can, and I'll get into that. But my point is, if you look at the root, that becomes the two of whatever scale you're thinking about. So if D in the previous example is my two, then E is three, F is four, and G is five. So two, 
5 go from a D minor 7 to a G7. And if G is 5, you can backtrack. G is 5, F is 4, E is 3, D is 2, and C is 1. So 2, 5, 1 goes from a D minor 7 to a G7 to a C major 7. Now, the great thing about this is you can now plug and play. Of course, you cannot just do 251 over and over again, or your song would be really boring. It would go D minor 7 to G7 to C major 7, D minor 7 to G7 to C major. You get my point, okay? So, anyways, you take this idea of a 251, and maybe in this particular section of your song, you have a D minor 7 going to G7 going to C major 7. But somewhere else in the song, maybe you have an F sharp minor 7 going to G sharp or I'm sorry, F sharp minor seven going to B seven down to an E major seven. Um, so you would have F sharp as two, B as a five, and E as your one. So you can see how you can kind of fill in the formulas as to however you want to make it work. Now, like all other music of the world, we have a formula that we can use, but you cannot just have a song um, with only these three chords because it, you're not going to, first of all, you're not going to start the song on the two. You have to start on the one chord. And again, take that with a grain of salt. But you have passing chords, you have other cadences, you have other ways, like a fully diminished seventh chord, you have other ways to get to a second or third uh, chord progression in your song. Okay, so for example, if you do something like an A minor seven to a D seven down to the G major seven, you could then turn the function of that G major 7 into the functioning 5 7. So you would make that F sharp and F natural. All of a sudden, the G major 7 becomes a G dominant 7, which means your next chord can be a C chord. And then from that C chord, you can very easily pass down, like we talked last week, from from C down to B flat down to A flat, and you are in a whole new world, right? But you can also, from that C chord, uh, make just good old fashioned C triad, you can alter the E and the G and a C chord down to an E flat and a G flat, and you suddenly have a C diminished. You add the note A, and you've got a fully diminished seventh chord, which allows you now to go anywhere you want. So you could then turn around and go right back to your A minor 7, D7, G major 7. It would allow you if you have, depending on how you spell the C, E flat, G flat, and A, um, maybe you spell that G flat as an F sharp or it's functioning as an F sharp, maybe that F sharp bass line would go to the note B. Uh, and now all of a sudden that fully diminished chord could go to the note, to the chord, the harmony of B. You could turn your B into a B7, and then from there you could go to an E chord. Uh, there's all sorts of different ways to move around, but it all results and stems from a 2-5-1 pattern. Uh, and that pattern is found all over music. 
Um, I, like I said, I use it to primarily teach the 251 in jazz, things like autumn leaves, um, I love Paris. There, it just there's name a jazz tune. It's got a 251 in it, um, and it's super super easy and there's ways on the piano that you can teach students to really understand how this 251 works, how they can get it in their ear, and how they can then use this formula or this pattern to create their own songs, to improv, uh, improvise their own uh, rendition of their favorite song. Uh, because once you then start to see, hey, there's a 251, there's a 251, you now have a pattern that you can follow on the piano. So real quick, and then we will move on and get out of here. But on the piano, let's go back to this A minor seven to the D seven to the G major seven. If you play the A minor seven in root position, that means you're playing the A, C, E, and G on the piano. Now, if you want to get to the D7, the dominant seven, you take the top two notes, okay? So you've got A, C, E, and G. You bring the E, which is the fifth of your A chord, you bring the E and the G down. The E comes down a whole step, the G comes down a half step. And now you have A, C, D, and F sharp, which is our D7. So the pattern thus far is the top two notes descend, uh, one by a whole step, the other by a half step. Now to get from the D7 to your G major seven, you bring the bottom two notes down, the lower one down by a whole step, the upper one down by a half step. So what you did have was A, C, D, and F sharp. Bring the A down a whole step to G, the C down a half step to B, and now you have G, B, D, and F sharp. There's your one, or your G major seven. So what you have now is a two minor seven, a minor two chord with a seven, so a two seven. It goes to the five seven by lowering the top two notes, and then it goes to the one major seven by lowering the bottom two notes. Uh, and so I have students go through this uh, pattern in all the different keys, we run through the circle of fifths and they start to hear what this two, five, one pattern sounds like. And obviously there's different ways to voice it in the real world, but this little exercise is a phenomenal way for students to get the sound in their ear and then they can see it in whatever genre of music they're uh, looking at and they can find it and be able to play things much more efficiently. Anyways, that's the 251 rendition. Go write your own 251 chord progression. It doesn't have to be on the piano. Do it on the guitar. Do it on the ukulele. Do it on anything. A 251, if you're playing a, a melodic instrument like a clarinet, take your note, go to D, go up to G, down to C, and there you have it, your 251. Thanks so much for listening today, guys, and I will talk with you next week.